Lots of reaction rolling into Chewy's statement that there is not one single thing the Packers could do this season that would put them in the Super Bowl. And Chewy, the reason you're saying that is then that dictates how you proceed as a franchise. Yes. How would you proceed given what you know and what you have right now? Um. So if Aaron is gone... I would be get I wouldn't go out and get a huge number one. Something that's not going to cost a lot of money or give up draft picks. Cuz now you start building for the future. Uh you get healthy with the cap. Um you just plan for 3 or 4 years down the road as opposed to if Aaron is back 2 years down the road. Because I see they're freeing up, they're adjusting all these these restructuring deals and stuff like that, so they have money. I just don't think they need to spend it all this year, you know? Let's go from 8 and 9 to 11 and 6, or 10 and 7. 11 and 6 would be, in my estimation, with what they would have to do, a very good year. And then... Get healthy with that cap and then hit it in two years. I don't think you go from eight to not eight and nine to uh, thirteen and four or fourteen and three do, I, with this roster. Do I just you don't manage see the roster situation the exact same way, no matter who's under center, or is it different for you if Rodgers is back versus Jordan Love under center? Oh, totally different. Totally different. So you're going in ish if Rodgers is back. Yes. In ish. Yes. In adjacent. The whole thing is the cap. They just have to get, you know, because then you go to next year. Okay, if they do their free agent thing this uh, this year, I mean, you can't restructure Rodgers because he's only got one year left. So what do you do? Sign him to another They're extension? They're going to, you're saying restructure him I'm next saying year? two years. Yeah, oh, next say, year. But again, and again, this is why this is so interesting is because there's so many variables at play here. There is a belief out there, Chew, that if they do bring him back this year, when they restructure, which both sides have already said they are going to do, there would be a clause, I don't even know what other way to put it, there would be something in there that says, but this is it. This is the season, and we're agreeing to part ways after this year. Then don't bring him back. Then don't bring him back. Let him go. There should be a clause in there that says you can't do this stupid crap again next year. This is it. This is your one run. Um, then let him go now, you're saying? No, I'm so, just so saying. I'm saying, it, that it, I'm saying, let's just hypothetical. They have the conversation. Rodgers goes to him and says, I want to play. I want to be in Green Bay, which, again, I believe, again, my thoughts, my thoughts only, I believe that's where he is. I think he wants to be in Green Bay. I think he wants to finish his career with the same team that drafted him as he has gone on the record and stated before. Then what I would do as the GM, I'd say, okay, your five guys are gone. There's a good chance they're gone. I got to see how the boards play out. I got to see how the draft plays out, all that. I said, um, I am not committing to bringing your five guys back. And I'm also going to tell you this. I am not all in this year. Okay? We still got to build a little bit of a foundation here. Uh, we think we are a little bit unlucky last year. Eight and nine might have been um, a win or two off. But I'm not going all in this year and giving up draft picks to win it this year. You got to give me a commitment for two years. If he's just coming back for one year, then 
the hell are they doing? Just but do let they him want go. him back beyond the one year? And also, doesn't his talent and ability play a role in your decision whether or not you want it back for a second year? Uh, he's going to be better than anyone else that's out there. What's the alternative? Because my if he does come back, Jordan Love's gone. Right? I just they're going to trade him? Yeah. Because with the two-year gen, you can't have... And if they if they give him the five year option, you can have twenty million dollars earmarked for a guy who's not going to play. So just think about when you're making a big decision and how much you have to. Again, you've got this big decision; it's weighing on you. It is going to dictate that you're taking a left at the fork or you're taking a right at the fork. When you're going through all of that that uh, marinating and whatnot, the darkness retreat and whatnot, you have to be conscious of like what are rational thoughts and what are irrational thoughts in that process. And there's a part of me that thinks that an irrational thought would be, hear me out, I'm staying because if I stay, then he has to move on from Jordan Love. Remember, Jordan Love and Rogers have the same representation, right? So he mm-hmm. probably knows those machinations as well. Although there would be some sort of like client privilege, you know, for some of that stuff. But is there any part of you that thinks that Rogers, in an irrational sort of way, would be motivated to stay because it would force Goody to say, I was wrong about Jordan Love? By, by, by his actions. I love that theory. God, by I his love actions. that theory. Yeah, I love that. That's vindictive as hell, though. Right? Hi, my name's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, I love that theory. Honestly, saying theory and we makes it sound like about it's wacky, that, right? it's not. We talked about how far he's going to take this thing. That's why I said the sooner the better because there's work that needs to be done. You're you're go- the fork in the road. I mean, no, you always take the fork in the road, but these are going totally different directions. Aaron gone, Jordan's our guy. Aaron's back, Jordan's gone. So you I, you, I, you I don't, don't think... believe there's any way they can have both guys on the no, roster this be season? Stupid. It would be it'd expensive. Be... It'd be very expensive, be even expensive. with the restructure of Rogers. Yeah. I mean, you cannot pay Jordan Love, not this year, but the following year, to sit on the bench and collect the $20 million check. This is how you get in trouble. And Ron's wrong about chemistry. Just flat out wrong. Chemistry is huge. It took me four years to get chemistry with Brett where he would just say, chew, chew, chew. And I'd be, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Doesn't happen. Allen Robinson runs in here. Hey, Alan. Hey, Alan. Yeah. Well, and with a guy like Rogers, who is notoriously challenging to work with as a young receiver. I believe that's what that whole article that Rogers poo-pooed on the Pat McAfee show, that whole article that Kalen Kaler did was about it is tough for all rookie receivers to make an immediate impact. But it's harder because Rogers is an elite talent who doesn't go out of his way to bring them in the fold. Yes, there are meetings. Yes, there are obligations that he certainly follows through with. But the whole point was, and that's why she spoke to a bunch of people in the league and people who've been with the franchise who were saying, like, it's tough, period. It's tough across the board. This is not an indictment of Rodgers. We're just saying this is the reality of being a rookie wide receiver in this scheme with this quarterback. Look at chemistry in this room. You know, when you first started doing the show, what, three years ago, you probably thought I was nuts. Now you're like, oh, I kind of know where he's going now, right? I don't know about thought. It still thinks, probably. You can shut up. You said, well, you did oh, say no, that. go ahead. You, can you said that. You did say that room. No, that's fair. Hashtag chemistry. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going <laughs> to walk in there so I can say something. Look at us. Could you work from in here? 
Not, no, he doesn't have all his not buttons. Not literally, no. Yeah, I think that's like made up. He doesn't have all of his things. I think he could. I couldn't. I could I actually I could do a lot of it from Jen's um little control board over there that I refused to So show Jen's really use. the co pilot? What am I? No, Jen is the pilot. Am I a stewardess? You that's a great question. If this was a plane, mm. what would I be? My ground, I want to be ground screw. I don't want to be a stewardess. Or what do they call if they're men? You're definitely not. Flight a, attendants. Yeah, Ooh. they're flight. Great we show don't call on them HBO. anymore? I mean, they're called flight attendants. Flight attendants they're not yeah. called stewardesses or stewards. When did that change? Mm, Probably like 20 the 90s. Years. Yeah. <laughs> when you were on flights all the time? Okay. <laughs> Why? Well, what is, was it sexist? It doesn't sound I think great. it's easier. Right? Flight attendant? Yeah. Then okay. steward, stewardess, I don't know, spitball. It is easier. I mean, syllables and letters and whatnot. It's very complicated. You're a passenger. That's who yeah, you you're are. Yeah, you're a passenger. <laughs> you're just along for the ride. We're not sure what you're going to do you're on the flight. You're one of those frequent flyers. Then get me you know? a Chardonnay, damn it. <laughs> that's what you want on a flight is a Chardonnay? Yeah, I only drink wine. I know, but it's like on a flight. Could you fly a plane? Yeah, absolutely. Wait, time out. Yeah. You only drink white wine? I mean, you drink red wine. When the sun's wine. up. But, okay, I thought, I just assumed it was a health thing, like a caloric thing. Vodka is much healthier yeah, shout out to than vodka. white wine. That's why I drink it. Yeah, it's healthier. Uh, it is, but I don't want to wake up in the morning with my head throbbing. <laughs> it is a downfall. That's hilarious because yeah. wine makes my head throb. I can do vodka, no problem. Not no problem. I'm not trying to act like I'm an alcoholic over here. I'm simply saying, like, if I have a choice between a white wine or a vodka and I'm considering how my head is going to feel the next morning... One white wine will hurt my head more but, than one vodka. But the buzzes are totally different. Would you agree? Yes. Tell me. What do you I, mean? Wine's like mellow. It just kind of like just mellows you out. Like if I had vodka, then I got too much energy. I, really? I, I don't want a lot that. of energy. Yeah. I just you know you just you want to do more stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You're ready so, to get out there. So if you want to dance, right? If you're going out and you're getting you're getting your groove yeah. on, then you go with vodka. But if you want to dance. sit and watch a show on Nat Geo. Like, could you just have, are you a one glass of wine a night on a Tuesday or something? I don't no. drink during the week. Me neither. Me either. Okay. No, I don't. Thursdays? That's not technically part of the week. It technically it's is. It's 100%. Not after 5 o'clock. I guess we needed to be clear. The week is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's the That's week. That's the week, yeah. I don't drink during the weekdays. Days. Now, Friday. So, ending, well, what's ending Friday? Fr- Friday? Ending Friday at what Friday's time? Friday's a weekend. Oh, God. At what time? Oh, gee, here we go. Well, I get done at 9. What time do you get done? <laughs> no, 8.58. <laughs> no, it's totally different buzz, though. I no. didn't know that. I don't like wine. Like beer? How do you get drunk off a of beer? You drink a lot of it. How and much it, is a lot? That depends on the person. I can't remember the last time I was beer drunk. I'll have a blue moon at the airport. You know, I'm driving, driving. But. Famously to- not driving, famously flying. But totally I- different <laughs> buzz than the vodka. Yeah, but see, to me, the beer is more of a chill. I have one blue moon as I'm sitting at the airport bar. You know, kind of takes the edge off of the flight. Now, I probably could accomplish the exact same thing with a little vodka and tomato juice, but I choose to go Ugh. Oh, yeah, I'm out on tomatoes. You guys, there's people are like viscerally angry about Bloody Marys. 
I just don't think I've had the in right one. In this state. I've never had one in this state, so I think that's my problem. You've but never had one? Not here. But isn't there a time limit on Bloody Marys? The people that go to like a fish fry at 7 o'clock and order a Bloody Mary, I find that very, very weird. Why? You think that tomato juice is a morning beverage? Yes. I'll tell you this. You go to a busy bar and ask for a Bloody Mary at 9 p.m. or after, they're going to look at you and go, Leave. No way. <laughs> They're going to make Get out. Yeah. Um, but at the other time, like when I'm on a plane, I can order a Bloody Mary. It doesn't matter what time it is. Do you get the chaser? No. See, I... the chaser doesn't come everywhere. It just comes in Wisconsin. True. You go to the East Coast, they're not giving you a chaser. I've never heard of a chaser. Until you came here. Yes. Yes. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Chicago? I don't have any idea. In Chicago, if you order a Bloody Mary in Chicago, do you get a chaser No, I don't think so. So it's only... I think it's a Wisconsin thing. We just really like handing out free alcohol. <laughs> and I think hey, people appreciate it. You should be too. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works. We got to take a break. We roll on right after this. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Is the electric chair still a thing? Okay, they let me read the tweet. The I, I, thought, I figured everything was lethal know. injection at this point. Is this usually what happens when I answer a phone call or can't read a tweet? You guys just talk about yes. The okay. death penalty, yes. It's his fault. <laughs> Who's he did it. Right, doing this show is a death penalty. <laughs> on 94.5 ESPN. Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll this morning. You can, of course, follow us on at Jen Gabe Chewy. Lots of things to discuss. We started this morning talking about the busy weekend at Pfizer Forum, the Ernie Johnson conversation on Friday, the Bucks Saint Bucks bleh, Marquette St. John's game because that was first uh, on Saturday afternoon, followed by the Bucks Sixers game Saturday evening. We said if cost was no option, which event at Pfizer Forum would you have wanted to attend this past weekend? 64% of people saying the Bucks 76ers game. And they lost that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they gave up 48 points in the fourth quarter in that game. Uh, so, again, good game, I guess, if you don't care about outcomes and the fact that the win streak ended. They did win again last night, so I guess they start a new streak. Ashley, should I be excited about the Goran Dragic signing? I mean, mm. I don't think he is what he used to be. It's Certainly. A, I, I would say this for anyone that wants to know. It's for anyone in the same boat as you, generally. Like, it's a name that I know. Correct. And he seems exciting. He's old. Uh, someone within the organization I was talking to about this said uh, it's possible he wants to retire Ring Chase almost, which is, to me, that's always a good thing because that's more motivation that you want to actually perform. He is a guy off the bench that can still score. I don't know how much in uh, like a playoff game you'd see him play, though. Like, maybe for a five minute stretch, maybe longer. Maybe I'm undervaluing him. I don't think it's a. I think it's a low risk, high reward. Why? Why so many moves this year? For the Bucks or the NBA? For the Bucks. I don't know if they have made that many. I mean, well, Crowder was a big one. Crowder's a big one. This one's a big signing. Myers Leonard. The ten day. Yeah. 10-day. I mean, they're right. Are depth. they still trying to find the combination? On depth. They they don't have a lot of big men depth, which is where the Myers thing came in, and they wanted probably some extra scoring off the bench. And they've only played what now. A week, a handful of games of where they've had fully healthy roster. It, it just seems there's more activity as opposed to years past. Yeah, that's all I'm it, saying. Th- this to me goes back to them wanting to make sure they're ready to go for the postseason. So a lot of teams that get into the buyout market, which is what the Bucks have gone into, they are then trying to fill out their rosters in depth for place for playoffs. I think that's all they're trying to do is trying to make sure they're set. Not that these guys are going to play a huge role because they're not. But- yeah, but we're getting to the point in the season where you got to start load management, right? 
Giannis is an insane person. I mean that in the best way possible. No, but even They're Middleton and to. stuff like that. Middleton for sure. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this earlier on the show in the first hour. Um, the Middleton stuff is like they probably still want him to be at the twenty-five ish minute mark a game. That guy coming off the bench is your six man. You could not have a better six man than Chris Middleton. It's yeah. perfect. Okay. It's, and then he can close not out. Gonna games. argue about that. They can close out games. It's perfect. Like honestly, if they did this in the playoffs, I don't think it would be that big of a deal. How do we feel about ring chasers? If in fact, and again, I'm not saying that Goran Dragic is a ring chaser, but if in fact that is motivating his decision to latch on with the Bucks, we're okay with that, right? Mm. Ah, they gotta bring some value. I mean, Strick. I'm trying to think if I played. Was McMahon a ring chaser? Jim McMahon. I mean, when he came to us, what other McMahon would you have been thinking Ed. of? Ed McMahon, <laughs> the horse guy? No, giant check guy. Who? Who's the horse guy? Isn't Ed McMahon the giant check guy? No, Johnny Carson. Giant check. Yes, same guy. Publisher's Clearinghouse. I think he went to Boston College. It's distinctly possible. Ed McMahon, famously, Publisher's Clearinghouse. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Show up with the big check. I don't want... Uh... Strict ring chasers? No, I'm not into. Like that one year, what is it? Lakers had um, Carl Malone. Oh, 2004. They had Gary Payton, Carl Malone, uh, Rick Fox. Was I mean, on that you team. have to bring some team. value. Probably what? 20% value? Well, hold on. What's, what's your value, though? Is your value just locker room? You guy? can't is your sit value on, the on the end floor? of the bench the whole season and do nothing, even though you're a Hall of Fame All player. Right, well, let me just I, give you, let me give you Goran Dragic's line from the Bulls. He averaged 6.4 points, 2.7 assists, 1.4 rebounds. So we're talking about 6.5 points, 3 assists, 1 rebound in 15 minutes across 51 games. On a math team. On a team that needed... On a meh, right? right. I, yes, they are meh. They have underperformed so much this year, and that was a team that needed him to like be part of it. And they've had a bunch of issues. It's not it's not like Goran Dragic issue alone. It's a, like, well, this didn't work out. So if he's doing that with the Bulls, what's that translate to the Bucks? Have-sies. Sitting at the end yeah. of the bench, Have- right? Ten uh, minutes at most. Have-sies. couple of I buckets. everything. I am not ringed. Yeah. That's, no. what that's why I say it's low risk. It's inconsequential. Inc- oh, that's a hard word to say. Sometimes. Like, let me tell you what. Thank you. It's inconsequential to the Bucks. I can tell you this. Ken Rutgers, who I love, good guy. Who's that? He played left tackle for us Super Bowl year. Right? I was he say, didn't play it, though. But just he, wait for it. No, He's hold about on. To tell hold us. on. He broke his back like a small bone. I mean, he was on the way out. <laughs> Uh, I love time out, time out, time out. You cannot minimize breaking your back. It you was a buffoon. small bone. <laughs> it was a small bone. So, like second preseason game, he breaks his back and then he he retires. Right before the start of the regular season, mm-hmm. and he wanted a ring. Did he get one? Yeah. Well, good. No, we were pissed. No, nope. Give it back. Why? Who? Who decided he got a ring? That should have been a player vote, right? The Packers. Does he deserve a ring? What is the retired? Difference? Retired because it dilutes my ring. Kind of with by point oh oh eight percent. Kind of with Your Chewy on this. Does he deserve for a, being ring? a champion? He doesn't. Chewy's right. Jen, he retired before the start of the season. I'm with him on what this. He, did he practice? He what? No, he was gone. He went home in the off season. 
in the in camp. Probably. That's, it doesn't matter. They replaced him. Iron sharpens iron. Maybe he was responsible for y'all being he's iron. Iron sharpened the back that he broke. <laughs> Me and Frank. Want... I cannot believe that he's over here trying to take a ring away from yes. a guy who broke his back. Right, by maybe the way. next time I have a stronger back. He broke his back playing football. Yes. In, Not tra- in like, training camp. Still oh, what playing a baby. football. What a Ben. It doesn't affect you at all. Is that pullable? Uh, should tricky. he have gotten a ring? Should a player who retires you have to give during the context. training There's camp too much context. deserve a ring? Had he played on the team the year before? Yeah, but okay. Do you believe that what happens in one year builds to another year? For the case of his argument, I'll answer for him. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Look at him. Listening to counsel. So you're saying he should get a ring? I'm and just Ash, saying, you're no, saying I'm, no. No, I'm simply saying it doesn't affect me at all if he does. I'm not one of these people who's like, I, I sh- they, they can't do no, that. Shark and farter. That's such Bush League, though. Should I ask for a ring in 2010? Hey, I was, you know. <laughs> no, but I kind of get what you're saying. I, he, I think he's making a really succinct point here. This yeah. guy, Ken Rutgers, did not play a single snap of a year that they won the title. Okay, but I also am that person, and I've said this before about Heisman voting, and I've said this before about rings. Just give the rings out. If someone played a role in your success, whether it's an administrative role, whether it's a, you know, even I believe that the broadcasting crews I play agree. a role in your success. Hand out the rings. But what about don't a broad- be cheap? Don't sit there and gatekeep. Give out the rings. But hold on, Chewy. What did Ken Rutgers do during that whole season? Not during the whole season. The he pre- went home. Preseason. I, what did he do during the preseason? Did he play in preseason? Uh, two games. How many were there? Four or five. Why are you moving the other way? I'm not. I'm still on your side. I'm just trying to get some parameters here and just trying to think, okay, was he around the team during the I agree, Jen. If you're the secretary in the building, if you're the groundskeeper, yes. But when you're home for the entire season, you didn't play one regular season game, and I'm sweating my nads off while you're in the pool, no, you don't get a ring. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. Andy and Desplaines weighing in saying Al Harris got a ring in 2010 and he wasn't on the team. I believe that's true. Now, uh, I, I, have to, I have to fact check it for sure. Like, why would he get a ring? Uh, that doesn't sound right. The Al Harris thing? I think you have to at least play one play in the regular season. You think that the preseason is that inconsequential? Certainly is now. Right, but back then. Uh, Way to show off and say it right the first time, by the way. Congrats. But but I'm talking about back then. Are you trying to tell me that the preseason had no effect on your success throughout the year? Are you telling me that the preseason didn't help with depth charts? The preseason didn't help with plays? The preseason didn't help with all these other things that lead to the success during Uh, the regular season? Maybe towards the... No, you don't get a ring if you're not on the regular (laughs) roster. Did you see? Is the Al Harris thing true? He did get a ring, but he he was on the team throughout the year. But he was on pup, and then he well, was then on that's practice fine. squad. Yeah, Why? he was. On the he team. wasn't even on the roster. When you retire, you're done. Well, because he didn't want to do pup. The I guess the alternative to retiring is go on pup. Uh, there was no pup. I don't think then. There was just um, hang out injured the train, reserve. Hang out injured the reserve room and gossip a little. <laughs> I just, no, just you here. retire. You're saying okay. Here's all my chips. Wait, I'm Chewy, out. I'm done. Here is my one. My my. Here's my last factor, and I'll make my official decision on this. Was he around the team at all during the regular season? No. Physically, he went home. Okay, done. Not getting a ring. Doesn't get a ring. Doesn't deserve it. I feel better. 
I don't know. Brett went home for that one preseason well, game. He did. <laughs> Came back, though. Came back. <laughs> he played part of it. I guess that was the difference. 800-990-3776. Lots of reaction rolling in on that. Again, we're not saying that Goran Dragic is a ring chaser. But if he were, would you be okay with that? Would you be okay with a guy joining the Bucks because they are best team in the East, have a good chance at winning another title, and he wants to end his career that way? I'd be okay with it. It's fine. I don't think it affects someone else. This to me isn't like, and I say this with all the love in the world for the person that I'm about to say because I do like and work with. This is like the Tim. This is not to me like the Tim Tebow thing. This is not to me like when Tim Tebow would join a baseball team or join a football team and then take someone else's roster spot. No, because he literally thought he was good enough to play, right? Yeah, and he was pretty good, but not good enough. Not good enough. But he certainly shouldn't get a World Series ring for being on the minor league team if their team won the World Series. I mean, this isn't the YMCA, Jen. <laughs> Not I, everyone gets a medal. First of all, I'm again, I don't think I have to toot my own horn here, but you know that I'm one of the most competitive people ever out there, okay? Yes. I will say this, though. Life comes at you fast. But you won Emmys, right? Yes. What if someone else, what if the person hanging, handing out perfume in the bathroom at ESPN wanted <laughs> a piece of your Emmy, too? It's not a piece of my Emmy. They're not breaking off the wing and handing it to the person. They're going to give her a whole Emmy all to herself, and it doesn't affect Wait, my Emmy one bit. So it's not like Kit Kat? It devalue, yeah, correct, it's not like a Kit Kat. It doesn't devalue my Emmy, but let me just tell you what I was going to say. Life comes at you fast, right? Very competitive. Used to get in fights over board games, right? Yes. Well, this weekend my girls were racing in the parking lot, and one of them won the race, and the other lost the race. And the one that lost the race had an absolute hysterical meltdown, hissy fit, temper tantrum, you name it, it was there. Did you look at her and go, oh no. I looked at her and I I went, you know what? You both win. There's nothing better (laughs) than the little kid meltdown. When it's not yours. I have, right? a, I, have a, I have a baby story real quick now. Uh, my, my brother and sister-in-law, they're having a kid at the end of April. Oh, yes, yeah, We know. We were supposed to announce <laughs> know, it on that, our that, show. That's <laughs> uh, their baby shower was yesterday, and I hope they're listening right now because I'm curious. Why was I invited? You're the brother. To the baby shower? Is that a normal thing? You invite the family. Are, are, are you trying I to I don't get... think so. I thought yeah. it was just the females. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I thought it was just women and grandparents, maybe. What, what's, the, what's the one... Are you trying to tell me that you had a room full of females and you were trying to get out of this situation? It wasn't the type that I'd want to be around. <laughs> what do they call that, though, when the men and the women are invited? Is that Jack Still and Jill? a shower. It's like, just a party, I it's guess. Just, it's I just a co-ed I just, shower. Again, I'm, I'm open to being wrong about this. I'm wrong about a lot. Everyone knows that. I'm just saying it was. it threw me off when I was like, oh, I have to be there. I'm just a come. little surprised that you're like, yeah, there are all these women. I didn't want to be there. It's not like they were available. Were you selling Rots Hots outside the baby shower? No, then it would have been worth it. No, but he did make the cake. Yeah, I made the cupcakes, yeah, four dozen. Oh, well, that's why you were invited. I could have Otherwise, they wouldn't have invited you. I could have dropped him off and left. No, I specifically said, do I have to stay? So you're more like me than you think. It's just, you know, it was like a why am I here sort of thing. Like, I don't feel like I belong here. This isn't my kid. It's congrats to them. It's one of those. I was just curious. I just, hey, I said, I'm open to being wrong. I'm wrong a lot. Are, are wedding showers attended by both men and women now? Yes. Or no? Yes. Uh, but not the bachelorette and bachelor parties. Although no. some people do have joint bachelor and bachelorette parties too. But it used to be just the females attend the shower, right? I don't Back know. Back in the day. I don't know. What did the dudes do? Well, we don't want to go. 
Drink? We don't. Do you want to go? I don't want to go yesterday. Joshy, do you want to go to a baby shower? Hell no. Quote, yeah. quote, quote, unquote. Hell no. If it's my kid, sure. I'm all I in. mean, if you guys are doing it just to be nice and include us, that's fine. We love it, but you don't have to. <laughs> Speaking for all men. For all men. Thanks, Chewie. This is like what Chewie was talking about wanting Angie to volunteer to ride back with him in the truck. He didn't really yes. want her there. He just wanted her to volunteer to yes. be there so that he could say, no, honey, I'm good. She did do it, but it was on like hour 12. What do you mean she did do it? She drove with you? No. She'd call up hour 12 and be go, did you want me to go with you? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. A little late. Hour 12? Yeah. Yeah. Hour 12. All right, we got to take a break, but we roll on right after this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Hey, everyone who I let try borscht likes it. They don't love it, but it, it's, <laughs> it's a liver. What, a, what an endorsement. Your, this is your but, 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 Hold on. <laughs> hey, Jen, like, guys, good luck. I don't even have to talk anymore. <laughs> on 94.5 ESPN. ESPN Milwaukee, no Gabe Neitzel this week as he is on a little trip to Vegas, play a little golf. But Ashton is here, Chewy is here, Jen is here, have no fear. That was susical. Apparently there are uh, conflicting reports regarding the Raiders' interest in Aaron Rodgers. One report that came out this weekend said that they're moving on. Mm, Going in a different direction. Other options. Too many holes on their roster to be able to make it work be able to give up what they'd have to give up in order to get Aaron Rodgers. But Dan Graziano put a report out this weekend saying that they are very much still in the mix. Right, Ashley? There was a the first report that came out, and then Graziano. I don't know which one came out first, which one came out. The, second, uh, the, I just know that. There was one from The Athletic that came out from, over the weekend from the Combine itself, talking to the quarterback's coach for the Raiders as well as Josh McDaniels, uh, saying the, the basically there was no exact wording saying they're moving on, but the feeling was that they just don't have what it takes to do it. Dan Graziano yesterday, uh, late in the day, was reporting uh, in a story on ESPN.com that the Raiders are very much so still in play. What do you believe, Chu? Do you believe the Raiders are still in play or that the Raiders are out of play? And let me give you this caveat as well. If you're the Packers, it behooves you to have another player, another bidder, right? Yes. Because if the Jets believe they are the only team in the market for Aaron Rodgers services, and the Packers are in a position to want to separate themselves from Aaron Rodgers. The Jets are sitting pretty. You got no other bidders. You dictate the price. Now the Packers could say no, but it feels like once the Packers start going down that road, um, actually, it would be tough to turn around and go back. I still think uh, the Raiders' offense would with um, Aaron Rodgers would be better than the Jets' offense with Aaron Rodgers. Really? It, now the really? defense is, is not story. Is that just Devontae Adams? No. Well, they got Josh get Josh Jacobs, who sounds like they're going to franchise, who's a very good back. Um Hunter Rimfro is a nice player. He's a nice number two. And then Waller, they didn't uh get everything out of him that they probably should have this past year. But that's a pretty good that's a formidable offense. That is a Super Bowl 
caliber type offense. Now the defense, yeah, has some holes. I guess but. I just assumed that Darren Waller would be a member of the Green Bay Packers if Aaron Rodgers went to the Raiders because the Packers are in such desperate need of a tight end and they have a good tight end, which, oh, by the way, made me very excited this weekend because I saw that he and... Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Plum. I know. I was. I knew it was Kelsey Plum. I just wanted to give a dramatic pause. Got married. Chewy, do you know who Kelsey Plum is? Is that a boy or a girl? That is a woman. Okay, then I don't. And I wouldn't know if she was a man either. Badass basketball player. No. Stud basketball player. Where'd she go to college? Oh, God. I should know that off the top of my head. Um, and who'd she marry? Darren Waller. But she plays for the oh. Las Vegas Aces now. Okay. Where did she go to college? I'm drawing a blank. I don't think, see, or, see, I don't think it was Oregon. Waller, it Oregon. Wa- no, because that's it, Sabrina Ionescu. I know her. Okay, that's She good. went to Oregon. <laughs> yes, she did. But UConn? Hold on. Washington? Washington. With Darren Waller, for them to trade for Darren Waller would be completely stupid because this is the best draft class of tight ends in I don't know how many years. So if you have confidence in your ability to scout, you should be like, okay, I'm gonna it's gonna be a lot cheaper for me to draft the next Darren Waller instead of going get Darren I guess Waller. so, but to me that feels a lot like a crapshoot. This to me feels like bird in the hand versus bird in the bush. Like Darren Waller would be the bird in the hand. But draft this all, guy would be the bird in the bush. But this all goes to timing, Jim, because if Waller comes to Green Bay, that means Aaron Rodgers is gone, and the window went from two years, probably to four years under under uh, Jordan Love, and where will Waller be in four years? Well, I think he'd still be playing. Uh, he'd be on the backside, though. But even so, it'd be nice to have that Oh, weapon. it would be really nice to have him, but it's just... It's just so you're telling me that if you put a package together... For Aaron Rodgers, you wouldn't want Darren Waller back? I would rather have two first-round draft picks. Really? Yep. And yep. you're saying simply because the draft class is so heavy this year, they're so deep this yes. year at that position, mm-hmm. you could draft. Ah, such a crapshoot. Again, this goes back to what you and I were talking about in the first hour of the show when we were saying what is the difference between the number one tight end in the mayor kid from Notre Dame and the number six tight end or seventh tight end yes. or tenth tight end? What is the gap? Uh, it's a pretty big gap. It's a pretty big gap. But just because but, it's a deep but, draft doesn't mean that it's... But if, if you have all the confidence in the world and you're getting two first-round picks from the Raiders, then you draft the kid from Notre Dame, and then in three years, hopefully, if you know what the hell you're doing, that kid will be a stud, and this roster will look so much better than it does now. I'm inclined to agree with you. I think most people would probably say if you had a choice between Michael Mayer from Notre Dame, rookie, again, you'll have him on a rookie deal, even though he'll be a first-round pick. Mm -hmm. You'll have to pay him uh, accordingly. Or Darren Waller from the Raiders in a presumed trade. I think most Packers fans would take the Mayer kid. I think. What do you think, Ashy? I'd rather have the guys proven already. Yeah, but it's not going to time up, Ashy. You're not wrong. If I'm... This is why it's so hard to do this though without Rodgers, without knowing the Rodgers thing. If if Rodgers is that's, here, I still want. I obviously want Waller if Rodgers is here too, but that's probably not likely. So like, I don't know. It's, but I want I want the guy who's going to prove. I I don't like dealing with. This is the same thing with Allen Robinson. That's why I like the idea of Allen Robinson. So Waller is thirty right now. In four years, he's going to be thirty-four. Didn't know he was that old. Not going to lie. Does that change your mind now? A little bit. Okay. And yes, I can add. It's part of my repertoire. Spell adding. Well, 30 plus 4 is 34. <laughs> so, yes, I'm. Go- uh, give me the draft pick. I'll pick my guy. 
what 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 works for this team and go from there. Takers? I'm I'm working through it. I'm yeah. working through. So again, this is where I struggle with what Ashley said is you know what Waller can do. He would be an immediate by the way, immediate one. Well, yeah. Oh, immediate yes, immediate. Yeah. immediate. And then you no get rid of asked. you keep Gungala Gunga. Um, what's his name? Josiah DeGuara. Josiah DeGuara. <laughs> Gunga we always forget that so people are playing better. the home game and yeah. they might not know the uh, See? Code. Now, three years ago, you wouldn't have known what the hell I'm talking about. That's chemistry right there. <laughs> Figured it out. It's also, I think it's just exposure also, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I'm not saying that we don't have chemistry here on the show. I think we do. It's probably one of our better traits. But it does just, you know, start from, from when you're around as much as you're around. You just start to pick up on things. Yeah. Uh, what do you, Ashley, is that worth pol- a poll? Is that pollable? I, ju- I just think ah. that it will be overwhelming. I think overwhelming people like get googly eyed over this Michael Mayer kid from Notre Dame. He's the best I- tight end, other than the kid from. Uh... Now I'm losing it. The other kid from. I might it... be in the minority. I have no idea who Michael Mayer is. Georgia. He's uh, yeah, Washington. No, not Washington. The other one. And now, see, this is what happens when college football season is over. My brain just yeah. starts to that information out. Uh, maybe he's not. You know what? The other kid might not be draft eligible. That might be why. Uh, anyway, I think that most people would take Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame yes, over Darren over Waller, Waller at the tight end position. But I think it's worth a poll. Go ahead and throw it up on the Jen Gabe and Chewy poll. You're right, Ashley. I didn't realize he was that old Waller. I thought he was more 26. Yeah, he feels younger, doesn't he? He does. Wait, I just think because he? he started out so slow. He's 30, 30. right now. And I, Chewy and I both yeah. thought he was like I thought he was 26. late 20s maybe. Yeah. It was like my age. Not so much. You're 28? 28. Nothing wrong with being 30. When's your birthday? Later in the year. Yeah, let's. Okay. I got it written down. Don't worry. Yeah, you know, we're it's good. not like it's that hard. It's, it's five months away, so it doesn't matter. Okay. He thinks we'll forget. You for sure will. Oh, I will, of course. <laughs> I forget mine. All right, Chewy. Yep. Tell us about Q Club of Wisconsin. It's place. not Wednesday or Friday, but we got to make plans. Place is the place to be. That's why your next hangout sh- spot is found right in Waukesha. The Q Club of Wisconsin is the perfect place to catch a game, play some games, grab a drink. They've got plenty of games to play there, bocce courts, dartboards, foosball tables, and, of course, pool tables, 10 of them. Plus, the Q Club of Wisconsin has its best fish fries on Wednesdays and Friday nights, and you know they just pile it high. Check out the live music on Saturday and stop in for brunch every weekend starting at 9 a.m. It's all happening at the Q Club of Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Visit. UClubWI.com or like them on Facebook. Mm, B? It's Monday. B. All right, so we're room for improvement this week. He's grading out a curve. Great. <laughs> this is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. So overrated. Come on, his head is a pumpkin. Yeah, he's so <laughs> right. <laughs> Chewy's never been more right Ed about anything. Sheeran. Chewy was right. Yeah. Holy <laughs> Chewy was oh right. Yeah. Imagine yeah. the helmet on that dome. <laughs> Be the first eight and a half size. <laughs> what the? On 94.5 ESPN. Here we go.
There is a report out there from Jeremy Fowler that says that Derek Carr has a slight lean towards going to the Jets as opposed to some of the other teams that he has been linked to. I believe the Carolina Panthers may have been one of them as well. He met with some teams when he was at the NFL Combine last week. Of course, the Jets will have the final say in that, I guess, as far as... I guess the Rodgers will have the final say, but the Jets could obviously go with Rodgers if Rodgers is on the trade block, and that's why this thing is so interesting, because so many of the decisions by other teams and other players hinge on what Aaron Rodgers decides. There is always the chance, guys, that Rodgers made his decision and has already let the Packers know, and we just don't know because, you know, hashtag inner circle and whatnot. I was just thinking, Jen, when did that follow... Does that follow report from this morning? Mm, I thought it was from this weekend, but so, I'm not sure. Well, I'm thinking about that now. I'm thinking in my head is, okay, so if if Carr is leaning towards the Jets and that's what's being reported, is it possible that what you're saying right now about Rodgers, is it possible then that scenario is already known by all the teams involved and just not publicly? No way. You don't mm-hmm. think so? Too many, too too easy. The, the buzz would be yeah. uh, it would be out. And again, so remember quick. those insiders. Even if they're not talking to Rodgers and his inner circle, and even if the Packers have like zipped the lips on the situation. If they informed the Jets, the Jets would know, and the Jets would tell someone. And if they informed the Raiders, then the Raiders, somebody in the Raiders would tell them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how this yes. stuff gets out. And obviously, you know, you know people in the league, people in the media who are tied to people in the league. And I believe that we would know that Rodgers had made his decision because one of the other teams would have said so. And then the, those teams would jump all over Carr immediately. Unless the Packers have not told anyone else. But you're right. You're right. They would have jumped on car and that would be the. Yeah. So the car thing could happen before we even hear the Rogers thing, but it would be evidence that the decision had been made. So, again, keep in mind that as this thing goes on, there is a chance that Rogers has made his decision and he has already told the Packers that he wants to be back. And now Brian Gutekunst and Aaron Rodgers are having a meeting, not right now, like this very moment, but in the immediate in the immediate future, they're having a meeting about what is it going to look like? You want to be back? We want you back. But here's what it's going to look like. Do we know if he is going on McAfee tomorrow? No idea. I mean, where do you think he's going to announce it? Probably on McAfee? Or on this Aubrey Marcus thing. Yeah. Because McAfee said last week that he hadn't heard from Rogers. They had maybe, maybe had exchanged texts, but he had certainly hadn't said whether or not he made his decision. And then, of course, Rogers shows up on the Marcus podcast, which he did after he got out of the darkness retreat. So he obviously has a couple of different guys that he likes to... Fill the microphone. I really hope it. it's not the Auburn Marcus one. I don't want to sit through that. Well, we would aggregate the. the yeah, but we'd have to get the audio. Yeah, it'd be. It would be. So fun. there's a chance that it could happen tomorrow. I mean, like on McAfee. Listen, last year when it happened, I believe it was March 9th. Someone will have to correct me on that date, but it was a text that he sent to Pat McAfee, who then read it on the air. I, I'm and not ruling that, that, that out. Yeah, I'm not ruling that out as the exact same thing that happens. Oh, but, like he could McAfee could on a, any day this week. Just say that's that's what happened. Rogers told me he's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then then we go from there. Goes from there, but then there's still a lot of questions. Back in what capacity? Back and no five guys. Back and going to OTAs. Back and we're not throwing people under the bus anymore. I know you're not calling for it, but I'm going to hit it because it's all this. Yes, like sands no through what, the hourglass. So are the green bays of our lives. It's a really great drop. We should use it more often because it applies almost every single day, at least until we get an answer on this whole dang thing. Let's go to the polls. Had a lot of them today. What was the very first one we put up? I think it was about this weekend's plans. The very first one was about this weekend's plans. If cost was no option, at which event would you want to be at this past weekend? The Ernie Johnson conversation, the Marquette St. John's game, or the Bucks 76ers game? 
64% of people saying they would want to have been at the Bucks 76ers game. I wasn't there at that game. I imagine the energy in that place was pretty outrageous. I imagine it was pretty incredible until the fourth quarter when all of a sudden you start to feel that like palpable nervous energy chew because the game is getting away from you. I would have probably chose Marquette. I love the college atmosphere across the board, basketball, football, just better, fun. And it was at a reasonable time. <laughs> the Bucks game was at a reasonable time too, wasn't it? Six thirty? No, that's kind of late <laughs> on a Saturday. Traffic. No, no one's on, world is that late. <laughs> Which the, the, the Marquette game was at noon. Yes, one. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so old. Which place would you rather live, Las Vegas or New York City? This one almost 54 percent saying Las Vegas, forty six percent saying New York City. That will always remind me of that old salsa commercial, by the way, from when we were kids. New York City. This morning, Chewy said there isn't one single thing the Packers could do to be a Super Bowl team. Do you agree with that? Sixty nine percent. I said nice. No, I didn't hear it. Oh, yeah, I said it. I got it fast. Said 69% saying, yes, I agree with Chewy. There is not one single thing this Packers team could do to be a Super Bowl team this year. Which Alan would you rather have? 54% saying Alan Lazard. But that is awfully close against Alan Robinson. Thanks for hanging out with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning. Will D. and Tausch is next on ESPN Milwaukee, 94.5 ESPN.